You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B., and this is Locked and Loaded. So today I have a few stories about uh, defense... I have a few stories about new guns that have been reintroduced or introduced to the market. And I have stories about companies that are moving to avoid the oppression of <laughs> liberal gun-hating states <laughs> and high taxes. And high taxes, yeah. Well, but good first, for them. I want to start with a story that comes out of Brevard, Florida, which is a county there, I believe. Brevard? Brevard, I think that's it. Yeah. Where is that? I don't know. Brevard. No, Brevard. Brevard County. Oh, maybe it's Boward, Mom. Brevard. B-R-E-V-A-R-D. Oh, no, it's Brevard. <laughs> Brevard County Sheriff's. Okay, okay. You want to know where it is? I know. Melbourne, Florida, about 110 oh. kilometers south of Orlando. Okay, we know that. We know we that. Know place that. Well, I've been there, yes. Yes, we have. I've roller skated there before. <laughs> yes, you did. And I really ought to tell people In my questionable went. outfit. <laughs> you know, okay. No, no, no. no. We're, we're going to get into this story first. <laughs> At some point, I'm going to tell the listeners that story. Okay. Yes. But anyway, so apparently his sheriffs were ambushed by somebody who was firing a rifle at them. Attacked and ambushed, perpetrated by a violent career criminal with a history of over 40 charges for crimes, including drug trafficking, aggravated assault while discharging a firearm, battery on law enforcement officers, and an attempted first-degree felony murder. Okay, so this guy was no Boy Scout. No. He was no good guy. Not even a little bit. He had a history... Of being a bad guy. So, apparently, there was an incident that pers- uh, had had persisted. There's a fight started, uh, an altercation started, and several of the deputies were fired upon. One of the, the deputy sheriff was there, and he fired back, and he fired back, and he fired back, and, and he, he fired, fired back. back. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I mean, he was nearly showing the other deputies of how it should be done. I mean, there were 61 shots fired overall in this gunfight. Please tell me every one of them hit this dude. No, this was some of these were from the bad guys, too. They were firing, oh, they too. Were more than this one was a gunfight, yeah. So, uh, and they asked him, they said, why was he shot so many times? And his answer was, evil can never be dead enough. <laughs> Man, that is spoken like like a John Wayne guy. I know. That Apparently, he mag-dumped into this guy. And I was going, why would you fo- shoot so much? He goes, because I ran out of bullets. I ran out of bullets. <laughs> he didn't you want know, to reload. So it's like, I thought that was his. He, evil can never be dead enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live by that. That needs to be on a shirt. A shirt, a bumper sticker, a meme. Evil can never be dead enough. With a picture of, you know, all the evil people we know of. Hashtag Magdump. Magdump. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because apparently the press was wondering, why was he shot so many times? Of course the press was wondering. Well, oh, well, you know, he was a career criminal with over 40 charges against him previously. Yeah. And, and evil can never charges. be dead enough. Violent charges, and yes, evil can never be dead enough. And if I had more bullets, he probably would have <laughs> kept had, firing. Had more Even bullets. Deader. Have it had deader. 
<laughs> yeah, but I thought that was brilliant. That's a great answer for that. Wow. That's like, wow. why'd you only shoot him? Why'd you shoot him seven times? Because that's all the bullets I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's all it. Oh, wow. That's, so, that's always fun to hear that. Evil can never, that's going to be my quote of the week. Evil can a, never be dead enough. That's a great quote, great motto. We definitely, it needs to be on a shirt. Evil cannot be, be dead enough. And um, Roger, before you go on, there's breaking news. <gasps> breaking news, breaking news. Southwest Airlines is caving to their mask mandate. Good. Thank God. I mean, uh, uh, vaccine mandate, not the mask mandate, the vaccine Vaccine mandate. mandate. Uh, Completely agreeable. Well, Delta has already decided, well, you don't have to get vaxxed, but then you have to get tested, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, so what Delta's doing, at least for now, is they're requiring testing, and they're, uh, what I don't like is they're, Anyone who's not vaccinated, they're charging $200 extra a month. For health insurance. For health insurance. I saw that. Now, that's kind of crappy. Um, which is ridiculous because they don't do that for the flu, but uh, whatever. But I know. But at least they, they were smart enough. I, the CEO was smart enough to know what was coming had, right. they man, had they mandated the vaccine because Southwest has been canceling a lot of flights. But Delta also had exemptions that people could claim religious yeah, or religious, yeah. other, that's other what they, that's what they say. moral so so problems. So that's what Southwest is doing now. Oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to pretend that we did didn't say that, so you can apply for um, a job with Southwest. Exemption. Yeah, so oh, that's that's all they need is a loophole. Yeah, that's exactly. all they ever needed. Exactly. Well, the sad thing about this, Rogers, there there is no law of the land that's requiring companies to do this. They're doing it out of fear of the Biden administration of repercussions. Yeah, they're doing it on that's their own. That's ridiculous. And how messed up is that? I know. I mean, if you want to get it, get it. Fine, go ahead. Right. Got, it should that, be your choice. If it works, if it's a va- if if it was a real vaccine. It would protect you against the flu. It doesn't even protect it's, you. It just lessens the symptoms, possibly. It's basically another flu shot, That's, which, again, COVID-19 is going to be basically another flu. And uh, It's it, a virus, that's yeah. That's the way it is now. And we, we've got a, it's a 99% survival rate uh, unless you're— Oh, that's like Colin Powell. Yeah. He died. They said of COVID complications. I'm yeah. thinking, well, wait a minute. He was double vaccinated. He had cancer. Yep. Cancer doesn't. Cancer has a variable survival rate. Yep. But yet they said he died of COVID complications. Going so something with a ninety nine point five percent survival rate killed him before the cancer did. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Yeah, I'm not believing all well, that. Well, in his case, what what looks like how he had a rare blood cancer, and the treatment for that completely crushes the immune system. Right, so he and could have gotten it, a cold you, and died. Right, right. And it just so happens that he contracted COVID and well, he couldn't beat it. As far as we know. It. As far as, from what we're being told. Yes. From what we're being told, he contracted, and he was double vaccinated. I have a slight distrust enough. of our government and our well, news I, media outlets. <laughs> this is a slight. I, I can't blame you. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, if they were telling the truth all the time, I think we'd see a lot more news about different things. Well, you know what's sad is that they were just trying Truthful. If they didn't make the the COVID, if they didn't make it uh, an editorialized political, political yeah. if they didn't statement. make it political, if they didn't politicize the vaccine, then probably lots, lots of more people would have gotten it, and a lot of people have gotten it. But but the the politicized but they're this, still getting sick. Well, they are, and 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 again, it's the flu. Funny the thing flu about shot's not going to stop you from getting the flu, and the vaccines aren't going to stop you from getting COVID. Well, What's going to stop COVID from getting you is is staying healthy. The flu shots will protect against certain strains. Yeah, but, but there's like flu. fifty strains out there, and the flu shot yeah. protects you against five. So <laughs> you won't get those many. five, but those other forty-five yeah. can still get you. If that many, I mean, let's yeah. be honest. But uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, they is is again politicians, and we allowed them to make this political and force this ridiculous. ridiculous. 
yeah, quote unquote mandate, yeah. which they can't really, by law, when, they can't mandate anything. When we should have stood together as Americans and should have said, okay, this is a Chinese virus that originated in China, and no matter how it got here, it got here. We should be holding China accountable, and we should be doing yeah, right. everything we should We should be promoting freedom and liberty in the face of communist China. Yeah, like China Joe is going to hold know? China responsible for it's anything, exactly except, except paying him his except monthly paying, check. Yeah. <laughs> my point exactly. My point exactly. We should, as Americans, should be standing together pissed off at communist China, but instead our politicians are blaming. Look, our politicians are harder on Republican governors, who got it right, by the way, but they're trying to blame Republican governors for covid Instead of blaming China for COVID. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it. it's a disease. It tells you, you where blames. I mean, diseases well, spread through contact. So yeah. Italy, you know, I think I had a nurse tell me, she goes, the reason why Italy had it so bad is because the way they greet each other by kissing each other on the cheek twice, three, four times. That's right. He goes, that's what spread COVID. He, she goes, the mask thing is ridiculous. They do she goes, that. shaking hands is not good either, but kissing people but is kissing even worse. Kissing is even worse. And that goes on in Latin America. Just lick the handrail while you're walking down the subway steps. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, once, yeah, there you go. Once China, <laughs> once that virus left China, and it was going to spread pretty easy because of things like that. Yeah, um, but uh, but anyway, you know. and you know there were some people who believed that the virus was a weapon. Well, it was a weaponized version of a virus. Look, there is irrefutable evidence that it came from the lab. Irrefutable evidence that this was gain of function research that led to the virus. That can't be disputed now. Um, the question is, did China do it on purpose or not? Now I don't know. Did they really? Who knows? I, I don't even want to go down that hole because I don't have any proof. But we do know. That it originated in China and it was gain of function research, so it was a. They might as well fired it from a virus. missile into the United States. <laughs> yeah, hey, they have a hypersonic missile now. Oh, I don't so know. Oh, Dave, even, Dave has a question for us. Where yeah, are the Afghan Dave. weapons showing? Oh, oh, ah. I know. They're opening a new store to sell these weapons called Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a great question, David, because. These weapons, just as uh, Obama's Fast and Furious crap, where those weapons were were sent down to Mexico and the cartels got them and they found their way back to the U.S. And ended up being responsible for the death of border agents. Two. Yeah, two. So where are these at? All the weapons we left the Afghans. The the Taliban, you know, it's not hard, we saw, for them to take over a country. They can do it with pitchforks and rocks. Well, he's they're not going to keep all these weapons. What's his phrase? Build back better? The only thing he's built back better so far is the (laughs) Taliban. The Taliban. (laughs) And China. Yeah. China's roaring back because of Joe Biden. And uh, Yeah, let's stop all our pipeline building. Let's keep our ships out forever. Let's not build anything here anymore. Let's raise taxes on all our corporations. (laughs) Sure, that's the way to build back better. Way to build back better. You mean destroy better, quicker? Build back better. Look, just sit down, leave it alone, leave it the way you found oh. it, and you know, get the hell out of here. If Biden would go take a nap and just let things be, yeah, we would we would start just seeing a turnaround in this. Put country. it back the way you found it and walk away. Walk away. <laughs> That's the best thing Joe could do right now. Don't try. Uh, don't mess with it. It was working. It was working. Now, before the uh, Afghan extravaganza. <laughs> gun uh, show. <laughs> gun show. Yeah. That's the largest gun show uh, on the planet. <laughs> you know, the cartels and the Mexicans on the other side of the border were shooting at our ICE folks yep. and uh, yeah, so forth. But, but their weapons weren't strong enough to get across the Rio Grande, you know? <laughs> The bullets were going about halfway and, and making and a splash. Taking a dive. But now, 
with the Taliban, mm-hmm. the Afghan weapons. Oh, the cartels yeah. getting some of those. They're going to get. Oh, you oh, know yeah, they will. They've already wow. got. Oh, they will. Look, uh, and, anyone uh, who thinks that they won't get those, they're shooting yeah. at our Texas National Guard. Yep. And I'm just waiting on Abbott, and I hope it will be Abbott and DeSantis, maybe. Yeah, that would be neat. Yeah, I like the uh, sentence. But somebody needs to start shooting back from our side and show them what marksmanship well, that, what fire, really is. What firepower is all well, that's about? That's what uh, that's what these cartels are trying to do. They're trying to antagonize, to antagonize, and get us instigate. To, they want us to shoot, you know, because they've got human shields and they're using the the immigrants over there, the illegals. They're using them. They're as, hoping as cover. that we fire back and hit one of those, and then the, and then of course our media would go all over, just like they lied about. Uh, illegals being beaten with horseback border patrol guys never mm-hmm. happened, but they'll they'll lie about it and and that's what they're wanting and you know I'm with you David I if one of these dirt bags hits one of our law enforcement or military guys then uh, I hope we pinpoint and take them out with a oh I'm sure I, I'd like to do if a we have to out of the head but if they have me. they have shooters who can hit a target inside oh, a boat yeah. on a moving on ship a moving ship I'm pretty sure they could take out guys who are sitting still uh, yeah, across yeah. on solid land so I just um, if not there's Canadian guys who can do it yeah yeah <laughs> and I just you know if that's what it comes to but um, you know I, I hope it doesn't but. Uh, it's, it's you know and, and another thing I learned last week in Mexico, um, the cartels when you're they don't allow certain drugs to be sold in resort areas of Mexico, like any drugs do they? Uh, no, they allow cocaine and they allow marijuana. Oh, they allow but they, that? But they don't. But the cartels, yeah, they, that's what they push and allow. But if you come in to, to those areas, certain areas of Mexico, and you try to sell heroin or anything like that, the cartels will come down on you. And crush you because they want to keep the – so it's just party drugs. Well, they don't want drugged out <laughs> – yeah, party drugs. They don't want drugged out um, – Tourists getting back with bad well, stories. Uh, wait a second. Not, yeah. Didn't Biden say competition was good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Biden good. wouldn't know good competition if it slapped him in the face. Boy, he would. He, he when he's playing with his Fisher-Price toys, he knows how to do that. Yeah, competition of hypersonic? Hello? Oh, yeah, uh, the Chinese hypersonic we're, we're missiles. We're already, Ooh. unfortunately, we're behind there because they just launched one. Yeah. A successful test of a hypersonic missile. and uh, man, That shouldn't be that hard to um, duplicate. Oh, I'm though, sure we can think. do it, but the sad part is they did it already. And um, and we're all of a sudden behind. We're, we're following we're instead of leading. We're behind the eight ball where now we have to not only come up with a hypersonic missile, which I'm sure we probably have uh, or close to having. Now we've got to figure out a way to knock it down. Because well, this, it's this, traveling this so fast. Like, yeah. Look at it like this. Have you ever heard the story of beep, beep, beep? No. That's the story of a thing called Sputnik. Oh, oh right, right, right. Oh, yes. I saw there was a movie where they yes, highlighted that called yeah. October Sky. Mm-hmm. About a guy who became later a NASA scientist and yeah. innovated a lot of rocket science and stuff like that. I can't yeah. remember his name at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. Shoot. Uh, yeah. But anyway... So we were in a – well, y'all are too young to remember, but I do. Homer I Hickam. Remember. Homer and, uh, you know, we were in a panic as far as – oh, my God, Russia has a spaceship up mm. there. They have a – They're spying actually, on us. Actually, come to find out, it was about a little bit bigger than a basketball. Right. But – They were still they first. They were there. They were still first. Yep. And uh, – Somebody said we have to make up, and we're going to not only make up, we're going to make it to the moon. Yep. 
And we and, did. And we did. And that was American ingenuity. Yeah, and we and, let the car up no there. one else has done it. And we got yeah. a car up there with the keys and in it. You know why the keys are in it? Because no one else is going back up there to get it. Nobody else is going back up there. And, um, <laughs> and we left the flag there, which is Oh, well, that would be a challenge for the cartel, wouldn't it? <laughs> Go get the yeah, <laughs> car off the moon. Get the car off the moon. <laughs> well, like a friend of mine always says, people make fun of Americans. He goes, yeah, there's only one set of pr- f- footprints on the moon. And they're American and footprints. And they're American <laughs> footprints. <laughs> That's it, baby. One you step know, for... You know... We could never do that again in today's world because they would have to. My goodness, they'd be. We wouldn't be able to get to the moon because do we have to send a transgender cyst? Uh, you couldn't say one small <laughs> step for man because then we go. Oh, I we mean, need a woman and a be, transgender yeah. and a and yeah. a, a gay horse. Gay and, horse and a tri and a transgender uh, giraffe. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but our secretary of transportation <laughs> could handle all of that. Oh my! Oh yes, goodness, it could. It okay, could. It how could. bad is it? How ineffective are you? You know, they, they love to talk about essential workers and non-essential workers. How non-essential are you when you're the Secretary of the State, I mean, Secretary of Transportation, and you take off for two months and nobody notices? This Buddha judge was gone for two months on daddy leave. <laughs> and nobody, oh, and nobody Buddha gig. noticed. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I read, I read about that. The guy who sends it so far in over his head that... His experience with uh, transportation is uh, I drove a car once. Yes. I mean. (laughs) Oh, God, that'd be funny if he didn't. He rode in a car once. Because, you know, he probably, if he's in politics for a long time, he probably hasn't driven a car in a long time. This guy was a subpar mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and now he's the, the transportation secretary who goes vacant for two months and nobody noticed. Well, it's kind of par for the course. I mean, Joe Biden's brain has been vacant for nine months and nobody seems to care. (laughs) Are we sure? No one seemed to notice so far that his brain has been missing for nine months. (laughs) Did you hear him the other day? He was screaming mad at the podium and it sounded like he was saying the the Fuhrer, the Fuhrer. Oh, no. (laughs) Sometimes I just feel sorry for the guy. I'd love to actually sit down with him for five minutes and talk to him and see actually how much he knows how and doesn't know. he is. Right. See how far off the mark he really is yeah, if, if he has never, any concept of what's actually going on. They will never let it happen. Oh, no. I mean, the dude has Unless to he gets out of office, then they're going to say, oh, well, he declined very quickly these last oh, two weeks, and yeah, now that's oh, why yeah. he's out. Oh, they, 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 they will turn. Look, they're turning on him already. The, the progressive crowd that runs the Democrat Party uh, are not happy. Well, right now they're taking all their anger out on Mansion and Cinema. Uh, but, uh, but okay. that's a whole nother that's story. That's a whole nother You story. should get back to guns. Okay, well, there's activists who are swooning over a sword at the uh, New York Met Gala. Now, if you remember this or not, this is where uh, Occasional Cortex wore her Tax the Rich dress. With no mask on. Which looked a whole lot like a Chick-fil-A bag <laughs> yeah, to yeah. me. It was white with the <laughs> it, red lettering. and it the lettering sure did. It made me hungry. And go, I know. Uh, but, for a good Chick-fil-A. But, yeah, she had that dress on, Tax the Rich, while she was surrounded by the rich who get Democrat loopholes yeah. to not pay their taxes. Who, while she was wearing a dress that was probably thousands and thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars. This is a bartender, folks. Where did she get her money once she got elected? I mean, think about it. Yeah, from the taxpayers. Think about it. But anyway, uh, at this gala, somebody was carrying a really cool-looking sword. And everybody was swooning over the sword saying, oh, that is so cool. Oh, that's so neat. That's so amazing. I don't – I can't show you pictures of it on the radio, obviously. But apparently you can look it up. There you go. Met Gala Sword made from an AR-15. Sweet. They melted down an AR-15 and made it into a sword. 
Now, generally, that goes the other way. You melt down swords, make them into gun parts, the and, gun you know, parts. advance. Yeah. But here it went backwards. But still, apparently this sword was amazingly well-made and crafted and very unique in its appearance. Because if you know anything about AR-15s, they're mostly aluminum with some variable types of steel in parts of them. The barrel, the, the front sight, things like that, the gas block and stuff are made out of steel. And I saw the picture of it, but I couldn't tell what was what. But it was a cool-looking sword. And apparently all the people were swooning over this sword that was like uh, based on a design from the 1400s in the Middle Ages. And it was cast from a Colt AR-15A3. And it will remain part of the Met's permanent art collection. So I'm thinking, oh, oh that's kind of cool. That's awesome. I know. It's like people want to see that. It goes Absolutely. against the old saying, though. Never go to a gunfight. With a, with a knife? With a knife. <laughs> Never bring a knife to a gunfight. bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> but now here's the thing, though, is the guy who was carrying it may have run afoul of New York's knife control policy. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> it prohibits carrying a knife that can be seen in public, include wearing a knife outside your clothing. This applies to all knives. So he was violating New York knife control laws by just carrying this thing into the Met at all. Even but though it was part of a costume, it was an actual blade that could be used to harm somebody. The best line, art. though, was Crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. Uh, this is a knife. That's not a knife. This, this is, is a, a knife. knife. He pulls out his foot-long Bowie knife, <laughs> which is an American invention, by the way, just so you guys know. Jim Bowie from the Alamo. Oh, yeah, there's there's a yeah, picture I, of it I, online. I he, pulled it up. Victor just pulled that up. So maybe I can put it in front of the camera if you're watching live. Let's see. New York law prohibits a knife that can be seen in public place to all knives when any portion of the knife is visible, such as the clip, the hinge, the top. This is considered public view. The rule does not apply for those who carry knives for work that customarily require the use of such a knife. Members of the military... On or off-duty ambulance drivers, EMTs, while engaged in their performance in the performance of their duties. Well, technically, she was at work carrying her art. It also prohibits public carrying of a knife of more than four inches. And this thing's like four feet long. Yeah, there you go. See, Excellent. that's less than four inches, though, but depends on how you were carrying it. Hmm. But I was thinking, oh, that's interesting. It's funny how the gun... Uh, con- make it in New York. <laughs> the gun control crowd... There's all a swoon over this knife that was made out of a gun <laughs> while they sit there and support gun control in every possible way. It's pretty, it, yeah. Oh, here they talk about it. Most AR-15 receivers are made of aluminum, and that's not actually much steel except for the barrel. But an aluminum sword would be more of a prop than an actual knife because an aluminum blade... It wouldn't be very durable at all. It wouldn't cut terribly well. But still, it might, as this, this uh, author of the article says, it might have been a more of a club than a sword. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fake. It's funny how the police lose their minds over realistic-looking gun toys, mm-hmm. but yet they don't care about a sword made out of a gun. Made out of a gun, yeah. But, you know, but yet the rest of the elitist tax the rich, eat the rich people who were there at this Met Gala, the Museum Gala, were all swooning over the sword made out of an AR-15. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah, go ahead and be hypocritical. I mean, it's cool. I think it's awesome that they did that. Hey, being hypocritical is what they're good at. I guess, but, you know, it's cool that they did that, That's though. awesome. I, think I know. It looked great. Yeah, and it's going to be part of the Mets collection, so if you go to the Mets Museum awesome. in New York, after you get into a mask and a wetsuit and a, and a rebreather and everything, and you go look at artwork in there, you can probably go see it when they put it on display. <laughs> 
God knows what you have to do to go to a museum in New York. I think they have safe spaces on display at the Met. In, oh, the there, there you go. So, so in case you feel threatened <laughs> so by something. So if you feel threatened, you can go run through the safe space provided yeah. oh, by God. the art gallery. I wonder if New York will ever be the same because their uh, tourist trade depends yeah. heavily on people coming out and, uh, you know, doing I things. I man, New York, a bunch of bozos over there. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, but if you want, if you're at the Met Museum, if you're able to go in. Yeah. After you get, you know, jabbed Check a couple times, get a card, <laughs> your papers, please. You get your two shots, and then get your booster. You know, uh, it's put funny. Put on some headgear, put on a bodysuit. It's funny how these liberals went from, I'd punch a Nazi in the face to, your papers, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did a complete 180 about face on that, didn't they? Complete 180. So now instead of punching Nazis, they're becoming Nazis. Yeah. Don't think this is going to end either, you know? It's funny how they, they say, accept things you cannot change. Now maybe it's time to change the things we cannot accept. Yeah, exactly. Start stepping up and going, no, that's enough. We've gone yeah. far enough. We've, We've gone too far. It's time to turn around. You've encroached on our civil liberties enough. Yeah. Time to throw The whole vaccine out. mandate thing is completely illegal. There is no legal precedent set to be able to mandate anybody yeah, to get health care. It's, it's, it's awful, really. I'd be like, imagine if, imagine if a husband and wife were having a relationship, okay, and the husband says, okay, I want to know every time you do anything more than $600 or more, oh, I want to make sure you get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make sure when you leave the home, you have a mask on. I want to know when you're in and out of your house. I want to know where you're going. Could you? They say get out of an abusive relationship when it's happening. Exactly. Apparently, we're all in an abusive relationship we, with our government. We are in an abusive relationship with the government. And uh, like I said, the, 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 uh, the cure is to throw these bozos out of office. Well, let's hope it comes to that because I think a lot of people are kind of hesitating. Whoops. There we go. Let's get back in front of the mic there. I think it's coming next year. We just had a, a special election in Iowa where a Republican flipped the Democrat seat. It was been held so, for like 40 uh, years or something? Something like that. So it's uh, there's good signs on the horizon for freedom and liberty. Because uh, I think otherwise we're going to be very close to losing everything. Yeah. And I know I may be a bit of an alarmist or seem like I'm <laughs> panicking a little bit, but that's just what I'm seeing. It's the truth. So we'll have to see. There now, are a lot of folks that feel like you do, Roger, and uh, I think like you were quoting part of the uh, AA thing, accept uh, what you can't change and have the courage to change what you can and what we need now is the courage to start start changing Changing the things we are not willing to accept right but too many uh, people are willing to accept and just go on and say oh well you know this starts i'd I'd like to throw out you mentioned uh john's creek a moment ago Uh, Mm -hmm. right i live in john's creek and we're having our uh, mayor election very shortly and you know, making the change starts at home. You gotta, and people think, ah, oh, well, it's only a mayor of small town. What difference does it make? No, it makes a difference. Of course, it does. And uh, we've got to get out and vote. We've got to vote in fair elections. Mm-hmm. We've got to vote for the conservative and stand up for our constitutional rights. And you know. 
The Second Amendment is right there up at the front of it. Absolutely. Yes. The most concise amendment there is. But people are willing to just there let is. them encroach on it over and over yeah. and over, infringe on yeah. it, if you will. Because of all the fear porn being put out That's by right. media crazy. and the Democrats. And, and Benjamin Franklin warned of this. Those willing to trade essential liberty for temporary for security deserve neither. Deserves neither. Absolutely, and he's 100% right. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break at the bottom of the hour here. Oh, my goodness. But we'll be back in a few minutes with a lot more stories, and we're going to try and focus on the guns from here on out. More stories about guns. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand, joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you all for listening. <clears throat> and if you have any questions, points to make, criticism, by all means, send me an email at roger at americaswebradio.com. Especially if you have criticism. I love being criticized <clears throat> because I'm usually wrong on so many things and nobody calls me out on it. It's time to call me out. Go ahead. Roger at americaswebradio.com. Americaswebradio.com. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you said AmericasRadio.com. Oh, AmericasWebRadio.com. Roger at AmericasWebRadio.com. Sorry, Who's, I can't speak. Who says you can't train <clears throat> an old dog new tricks? I'm not learning any new tricks very very easily, am I? But anyway, if you have criticism, points to make, ideas for shows, if you want to come on to the show, just let me know. Maybe we can have a little discussion, especially if you don't like guns. Tell me why you don't. It's funny. I saw a meme the other day. It shows a woman sitting at a table in a bikini eating some kind of food with a gun sitting there next to her. And it said, this is everything guys want in America. And one guy chimes up and goes, except who, or this is everything men in America want. And then one guy chimes up and goes, well, except for the guns. And I, of course, had to respond with, it said men, not women. Because, <laughs> you know, some people think there are some people who call themselves men but still just don't seem to make the grade. And I'm sure I'm going to – go ahead. Write me an email. Roger at com. <laughs> but talking – speaking of women, they have a report out now that was reported in the Wall Street Journal in September of this year saying that – Fifty percent of all new gun buyers since 2019 have been women. Now, this is a figure that's outstanding because usually men are the biggest buyers of guns. And 50 percent of the guns sold in the last two years are now owned or bought by women. Okay, so the bad guy runs up to the woman I'm about to get in her car, and she pulls her weapon out and says, Make my day. day. <laughs> Do you feel lucky? Do you, punk? <laughs> Boy, that'd be good. <laughs> get on the ground. And I go, no, you, you get on the ground. Oh, yes, ma'am. 
<laughs> oh my God! Yeah, they said uh, about over three and a half million women became gun owners between January 2019 and April 2021. I sure hope they took a lesson. Well, unless they already know how. I mean, there are some women who, uh, you know, served in the military, believe it or not, and they already know how or have been taught or actually oh, yeah. I had the one lady in here who was actually an instructor, and she was a female, yeah. and she instructed men and women. Hell, I could, you know, I, she knows way more than I do. She's had a lot more instruction than I have, and it's funny because I've known her since the when she first started coming out to some of the competitions and stuff, and she has just embraced it and gone completely, thrown herself completely into it and got huge amounts of training, has many certifications, and she is outstanding in what she knows and what she does and how she instructs. So, you know, don't say not everybody who buys a new gun needs training, so, but yet. Yeah, Men or women, doesn't matter who you are, if you don't know how to use a gun or think you know because you watched a movie, get some help. Just get a simple introductory lesson at least or find if you have a friend who's an enthusiast and he's willing to help you with the basics, get started like that. Don't think you know it just because you saw it on a movie or on TV. Get the training you need. It'll make your gun experience so much better and hopefully avoid any accidents that will keep you from continuing to be a gun supporter. (laughs) Unless, because, you know, if you end up killing yourself with your own gun, you end up voting Democrat the rest of your days. So, (laughs) you know, let's not forget that. (laughs) And when you're at the uh, range and you've fired your 12 shots or whatever... And you pull your target back, and it's still intact. It's sort of embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you got to start slow. Get somebody to show you the basics, you know. And it, it it's funny because people just assume. I had a guy tell me I was in a kung fu class, and he goes, "Oh, guns are easy. All you do is point and shoot." I go, "I've seen guys miss targets at ten yards with a handgun. Couldn't hit the the with no you know with no training or little experience. They were missing targets at ten yards, which is thirty feet away." So, you know, don't, you know, if you just assume you're going to be able to do it because you saw it in, on a TV show or on a movie, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that lady. Don't be that woman, that man. Don't be that person. I, I don't know about you, but everybody shoots for pattern, or I do. And, uh, right. You know, my first, first uh, magazine will be seeing where my where I'm shooting or my pistol is shooting. Right. And then correct accordingly and see if I can... Uh, make the correction. Yeah. yeah. Or and, uh, make you, the check, you check your grip or you check your, your finger placement on the trigger. There's a lot of things you can do when holding the weapon that make adjustments without you having to adjust your sight picture. And also your trigger pull is very important. People who yank the trigger tend to pull down yeah. to the left. Yeah. You know, despite what you might think about going up and to the right, it actually goes down and left when you tend to yank the trigger because you tend to pull it down to the to the left side. Squeeze, don't pull. Yeah, uh, yeah, to some extent, but also hold, have a grip on it that's tight enough yeah. to keep it under control when you're pulling the trigger. Because most people don't realize a pistol is way harder to shoot than a rifle. Because a pistol, you've got to figure you have a five-pound pistol with a four-pound pull on it. That's a lot of trigger pull for a very light weapon, while a rifle probably weighs seven to ten pounds with a three-pound pull on it. So you're having a lot less effort being put into a rifle trigger than you are a pistol trigger with a lot heavier weapon versus a lighter weapon. Plus you might be using a bipod with it. Right, yeah. Well, of course, that makes it even more stable. But, you know, I guess you could put a bipod on the front of a pistol. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy at the range because we'd be looking at him funny, that's for sure, or her funny. 
You have to say him or her now because now that 50% of the gun buyers are women, that's just outstanding. I mean, that's great that, that women you will realize that. that bipod on a three eighty, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little rail on there, a little rail in the front of your little Glock 380 well, actually, pistol. you know, you could do a, not a bipod, but just a stand. Just a monopod. A monopod, yeah. Yeah. Of course, it'd be harder to carry it with that, but, you know, hey, <laughs> who says you're going to carry it? But, yeah, I mean, because women, you know, generally, okay, now, don't don't bash me on this one too bad, but women are considered the weaker sex. Generally speaking, men are stronger than women. Not all of them. I know there are women out there who can kick my butt without me even getting a, a one, one punch in. I know that. I understand that. But they are the exception rather than the rule. So let's go with the majority of things. But, like Colonel Colt said, or people said about Colonel Colt's invention years ago, God made all men and women, and Colonel Colt made them equal. I mean, a gun is a great equalizer when it comes to a fight or an encounter of a violent type. A gun can equalize people very quickly, especially when it is in trained hands. Yeah, you know, I'd like to follow through with that. You were talking about, I remember the lady that you had in here that that's a trainer and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, you know... It's, it's been my experience, and I certainly don't have the experience that you do by any means. But women, in my opinion, tend to be a bit calmer, and with that calmness comes a better shot. Oh, maybe. And, uh, you know, a man will do more jerking of the trigger or pulling of the trigger than than a woman will she'll squeeze off around whereas a man will a lot of times want to fire his three bursts or whatever yeah i don't know i found it it does sex doesn't matter as much as the training they get and the type of person behind the weapon some people are just panicky and skittish all the time men and women but, anyway, but your numbers, okay, typically women made up 10 to 20% of American gun owners. Now women make up 34% of all gun owners in the United States. So they went from 10 or 20% up to one-third. Now, wait a second. Is that counting Chicago, too? I don't know, I guess. I mean, I don't think you're allowed to carry a gun, though. But now it's funny because the strategy of marketing with women has been a little different. <laughs> this is what uh, I think one of the ones they had a quote saying, in order to make a gun for women, you need to shrink it and pink it. <laughs> make it smaller and make it pink. <laughs> or at least cute colors that women will buy. <laughs> well, I, the I knew woman a woman that carries and has had training I don't think she cares about it being pink. No, but, you know, women tend to be more fashion conscious than men are. If you have any doubt about that, go to any mall, any big gathering of people, and look who's dressed better 99% of the time. You know, the women take more pride in, I think, their presentation than a lot of men do. Now, there are some men out there who are extremely proud of what they're wearing and take a, you know fashion to a whole new level. But generally speaking, I'm going in generalities here. Generally, the rule is women tend to be more fashion conscious than men, so they're more concerned about color, style, the way the holster fits, the color of the holster, well, that, the color of the grips. That uh, lady that's carrying probably has a designer purse for carrying. Maybe. I'm not going to judge his sexuality or sexual preferences. That's not my place here. We don't do that here. You do whatever you want behind closed doors. I don't care. As long as you're not shooting somebody in the head who doesn't deserve it or hurting small animals. But it's funny because now a lot of markets, they're discontinuing the strategies that they used to use to sell weapons. 
And the strategy I'm talking about is having women in bikinis holding gun models. <laughs> now that a third of the buyers are women, they have to, uh, or 50% of the, the women, 50% of the buyers are women, they have to readjust that marketing strategy. Because uh, not all women want to see a woman in a bikini holding a gun. They're not going to think that's a good sales pitch for that. Of course, guys are going, well, don't discontinue it. Just, you know, change it up a little bit. Okay, guys, how many of you want to see a guy in a G-string holding a gun <laughs> and want to go buy that gun because he's holding it? Exactly. So these women don't want to see that. But that's good that the women are becoming part of a market that they hadn't been before. I love that. That's fantastic. Because, you know, like I say, have a concealing problem <clears throat> with a bikini on sure i've always had trouble concealing mine in a bikini <laughs> people I ask me you is that your gun or are you just happy to see me uh, it's my gun <laughs> you know i want to tell the truth you know i believe in telling the truth so and, you know and victor left he did okay. yeah he's not here to, i don't know we're not talking about him oh necessarily i i don't know how he carries his gun when he wears his bikini <laughs> Okay. But anyway, let's move forward to Los Angeles. Los Angeles is in California, in case you didn't know. That's the Los Angeles. There may be Los Angeles in other places, but the one I'm talking about here is in California with a K, comrade. California. So now California is trying to ban ghost guns. Now, for those of you who don't know what a ghost gun is, apparently, according to current law, you're allowed to build a weapon for yourself from whatever parts you want to use as long and it can be functional and you can keep it use it shoot it as long as you don't have a criminal background you can build your own weapon now the easiest way to do this is from what they call 80 percent lowers or 80 percent parts whereas they take the registered serial numbered part of a gun they finish it 80 percent of the way and they can sell it with no serial numbers no registration nothing like that but it is up to the the purchaser to do the other finishing on this weapon which you know requires tools uh, sometimes it requires drill presses sometimes it requires milling machines it requires work to get these ghost guns to a finished product now of course there's also people who are building ghost guns from just parts they buy at home depot <clears throat> i've seen some of these at some of the trade-ins they have a uh, the gun trade-in or the what is it the gun buyback programs and a lot of people will bring homemade guns as long as they can prove they could fire a shell with it they'll usually give them the money the sports tickets whatever they're giving away that day to buy guns back there was one guy who so he had they had a limit of two guns per person so he built these little I guess like uh, he used some kind of steel or iron pipe and a cap and a nail with a spring-loaded hammer that would actually fire a shotgun shell. And he showed them how it works, showed them how it opened, showed them how he could load it, and they're like, you know what? These are functional weapons. We're going to give you the trade-in. So he was able to get the maximum of two trade-ins, which I think at the time was over $200 each. So he walked away with over $400. And apparently somebody there at the gun buyback who was with one of the let's call it more gun-friendly companies, was asking him, what are you going to do with the money? He goes, oh, I'm going to buy a better gun. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes the gun buybacks, if they have enough money offered, it's worth it to get rid of some stuff in order to get something new, you know, get something new and better. But anyway, so Los Angeles has voted to prohibit ghost guns or kit guns or 80% receivers, which are virtually untraceable. Well, yeah, of course, and they can be assembled by unlicensed buyers, meaning they can be assembled by law-abiding citizens. 
unlicensed buyers. Yeah, they're they're American citizens. They have a right to keep and bear arms, and that's not supposed to be infringed upon. But unfortunately, they're infringing upon them. So we'll have to see. They're going to move forward on this ban and see if they can actually get it done. Now, federal law does not prohibit building of ghost guns. However, you cannot sell them. Once you build a ghost gun, it is yours forever unless you serialize it, register it, and then you have the freedom to sell it. But most people build them as kind of a hobby just to say, oh, look what I can do. I can put this together. I milled this myself. They take pride in what they're doing. And they do it as a project to help, I guess, you know, just build their skills. It's a good skill set to have, to be able to build a weapon, either from just a bare chunk of metal or even from an 80% lower to be able to finish it out and put it together. It's kind of neat. And they're saying 40% of guns confiscated by the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms were ghost guns. And one-third of crime guns recovered by Los Angeles Police Department in 2020 were ghost guns. Now, I don't know. You know, I, I... I hesitate to believe figures presented by the government that's trying to take my guns away because I have a feeling they may be slightly biased in what they're presenting. But they're using, they're trying to get some contact with this. They're trying to give you some numbers, and that's fine. I mean, you know, but the fact is, do you judge all people, all law-abiding citizens, based on the actions of criminals? If you do that, then every single person should get a speeding ticket every time they get behind the wheel of a car because somebody else was speeding. All right, we're going to be right back after these messages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to the Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And any other gender you care to be identified as. I'm not going to discriminate if you want to listen. If I offend you, by all means, you can write me an email at roger at americaswebradio.com. Okay, so because I'm willing to take criticism. Okay, and we were talking about ghost guns right before we left. And now Los Angeles, California is trying to pass a law to ban ghost guns because they think they're terrible. So, and it's funny because. They're talking about criminal numbers with ghost guns, and I'm going, criminals don't obey laws anyway, and especially today. you got to figure, you can get a 3D printer that can print out a lower receiver for a pistol or a rifle with no problem whatsoever, with no registration, no numbers, no skill, not having to buy anything but the printer and the material to feed it. Well, what kind of statistics do they have that... They're this is so terrible that they need to... They're claiming 40% of the guns confiscated by Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and one-third of crime guns discovered by Los Angeles Police Department were ghost guns. Now, 
I wonder if they're just saying any gun without a serial number is a ghost gun. That people take acid or take a file and take the serial number off and it immediately becomes a ghost gun. You know, it's probably not something I don't I have a feeling these figures are not accurate because building ghost guns is not that terribly easy. It's not super complicated, but it takes more effort than most criminals are willing to put in. If they're willing to put in that much effort, they probably go out and get a job. Because it takes some machining skills to be able to finish these out, to build them, to make them work properly in testing. So I just don't see criminals taking that amount of time. And if they're considering ghost guns anything without a serial number, I'd like to know if these were guns that had a serial number at one time. And if they were filed off, etched off, removed some way, that that was what they were talking about. But like, but like this author is saying, he goes, with 3D printing now, you can't stop this. There's no way. You can buy plastic string and make an a AR-15 or Glock lower with a 3D printer. The plans are out there on the Internet, and the Internet is forever. Once it's out there, people will have it. People will share it. It'll get, it'll tra- it can travel around the world in a matter of seconds. You can have emails going out with files attached to them and get them around the world in less than 60 seconds. I'd be willing to better 90 seconds. <clears throat> the speed at which information travels these days is incredible. But again, you're punishing the people who are going to obey the law versus people who are going to make who are not going to obey the law. Lawbreakers will always be lawbreakers. They will take advantage of loopholes. They will take advantage of anything they can. They will flat out break the law, ignore it, not pay attention to it, and then commit crimes over and over and over again. It's like the guy who had the sheriff who had to shoot the guy. A bunch of times, because evil can never be dead enough. The guy had a string of violent crimes, over 40 violent crimes on his record prior to him being killed by the sheriff's department. So it's not like, oh, he needed one more chance. Oh, he needed a, a second chance, a third chance, a fifth chance, a 30th chance, a 40th chance. He had them all. He was done for. He needed to go away. So it's good that they, if they remove criminals from the system, then maybe they won't blame law-abiding citizens for all the crimes committed by criminals. And it seems like only in the gun field do they do that. Like I say, do they rarely pull people over for speeding who weren't speeding because the guy next to him was? Or, oh, we had a guy coming through five minutes ago with speeding, so we're going to assume everybody's speeding. Yeah, they don't do that in any other field of crime than other than guns. Only guns do they blame everybody or they blame the guns for the crime instead of the criminal. Could you imagine if they blame the car manufacturers for people speeding? And it's always an assault rifle. Oh, yeah, always an assault weapon of some sort, whether it's a hammer or whether it's a pistol, it's an assault weapon. Well, you know, assault is what? It's a verb. It means to do something. It's an action. So, yeah, if it's an assault anything, it can be dangerous, whether it's an assault hammer, whether it's an assault... Sex toy. Actually. Yeah. I mean, it could be an assault sex toy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, anything that can assault somebody, it's a verb. So anything used to assault is bad. But to just pick a weapon that has never been used in the committing of an assault and call it an assault weapon is completely, entirely incorrect. Barbie and Ken could be considered assault weapons. That's right. Absolutely. Because you could poke somebody's eyes out with those or assault them with it. Put Barbie's hair up your nose and make you not be able to breathe. Yes, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, that's not. It's an action. It's not a, a descriptor. It's not an adjective. It's an. It's a verb. It's a. It's a action. It's not a descriptor. So don't think an assault weapon can't be anything that's used in an assault. But it's funny how only guns get this stigma of being bad without ever having done anything. It's crazy. I mean. 
uh, you know, all these other deaths are caused by all these other tools, but yet they only come after the guns because, to be honest, I think the politicians want the guns gone. They don't want them to hang around. They don't want to have people with guns. And you wonder, if they want to take your guns away after 240-some-odd years, what are they planning on doing that's going to make you want to shoot them that they want to take your guns away? <laughs> so I don't know. I hope it doesn't come to that in this country, but we will have to see. And we'll have to see about this ghost gun thing. I don't know if it's going to go completely through. I think they've signed the law. I don't know if the governor's going to sign it or the mayor or whoever has to sign it, get it to go through. And I just don't know if this is going to do any good because, you know, criminals will make their own guns anyway, especially when they can get them very easily. I mean, they're getting every other thing, every other drug. They're getting every – they're stealing cars. They're, you know, doing things that are illegal. What's going to keep them from continually breaking the law? Now, to be honest, a ghost gun doesn't really serve any additional purpose other than to give somebody a hobby to work with or a little bit of pride in doing it themselves. Because most people, most of the ghost guns, a majority of them, are built by people who are hobbyists. And they would have no problem going out and buying an actual gun without having to build the ghost gun, but they take pride in doing it. It's a skill they want to learn, and it's something that's fun. And I know most people don't understand that they don't build models or, you know, do 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 it yourself home improvement pro- projects. If you don't do any of that, you don't understand the satisfaction of doing it yourself. You don't understand how much fun it is to complete a project, stand back and look at it and go, "Wow, I did that with my own two hands and these hand and these tools I have." So, if you don't understand that, you probably never will. You know, but you're the same guy who probably can't put a nail in a fence to put a board back on it. So, but you hire somebody to do that. Well, here, you can either hire somebody to build your gun for you, or you can build it yourself. And if you do build it yourself, just remember, it is yours forever. Unless you stamp a serial number in it and register it with the local authorities as a gun you have built. Then you can sell it. If not, if you sell a ghost gun to anybody else, it is illegal. Keep that in mind. If you're build, if you're gonna say I want to build a bunch of ghost guns and sell them, no, you cannot do that. That makes you a manufacturer. You must have serial numbers, licensing. Legally, that cannot be done. Now, what criminals will do, I cannot attest to. I'm gonna assume they're gonna break the law and do whatever they want to do. And it's crazy because these governments will base all these laws on what criminals do instead of the citizens, and they basically take maybe 10 to 20 percent of the population and make laws on every of the other 80 percent based on their actions which it's funny because they do that with with gun owners particularly but yet they don't do that with terrorists imagine if they did that with terrorists oh you're uh, from a certain country or you're a, of a certain religious so everybody from that religion or from that country is a terrorist no of course not that's ridiculous not everybody who builds a ghost gun is a criminal in fact a majority of people who build them are just hobbyists looking to have some fun so don't try and judge everybody based on the actions of a few. It just doesn't work. And I understand there are sayings that would say otherwise. A few bad apples spoil the whole bunch. I understand that. But yet it's funny how it doesn't apply to everything. They only use it when applied to gun laws or police officers. You know, if they have one bad cop, oh, all cops are bad. Yeah, we gotta kill, we got to stop them all. we got to defund the police because one, one rogue bad cop did something wrong. My you know? problem with a ghost gun is who fires the first shot? Uh, it depends on how confident you are in your building abilities. <laughs> I had a friend of mine ask me that. He goes, well, should I shoot this thing? I looked it over, checked it out, checked the clearances and everything. I go, I would fire it, no problem. He goes, so, you want to go to the range? <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, no, I looked at it. It was, it was functional. You know, most of the problems that I run across with ghost guns, particularly the Glock variation, the pistol variations, is they don't always function as well as they should. They're not inherently dangerous, but they just don't, they're not always as reliable as factory made guns. Now, with the rifles, they seem to be just as reliable as anything else. They seem to have a lot less problems than the pistols do. But even with the pistols, there are a few problems. There could be functional problems or magazine fit problems, which cause functionality issues. But most of them can be determined, fixed, cleared up, and making the guns just as reliable as a factory-built weapon. But again, you take that risk when you build a ghost gun that maybe something wasn't cleared just right. It depends on how good your machining skills are. depends on how good your assembly skills are. If you have trouble assembling a double-ended screwdriver, then you probably should not build your own ghost gun. <laughs> or have somebody help you with who does know how to use a double-ended screwdriver. And by double-ended, I mean one you can pull it out, flip it around, get Phillips head and flatheads all in the same one. Don't forget the star. Oh, yes. The stock. The star bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of other ones. The stars, the hexes, blah, blah, blah. You know, I asked my... my friend the other day hey bring me a screwdriver and she goes you want flathead phillips head or vodka i went oh you're a keeper (laughs) that's the kind of answer you want when you ask for a screwdriver but anyway if you're going to build a ghost gun watch the videos they're all over youtube at least they used to be i don't know they're probably taking them down now because they probably find them offensive somehow actually i think um what was the other video source i think it was called rumble the other video source we're on rumble yeah, exactly. America's Web Radio has stuff on Rumble. So maybe some of the gun manufacturers or ghost gun instructors have gone there to, to post. I haven't looked yet. But look for alternative sources. I mean, they used to all be on YouTube. I don't know if they're still there anymore or not. If they're not, look around because there's plenty of video instruction on how to build your own ghost gun if you decide to do that. All right. But look into it. Be careful. Until next time, I am Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.